Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Now, the very thing we've been talking about nonstop for the past weeks and Sunday, <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift yes. and this Sunday's football game. I know. I saw this when I woke up this morning. The first thing I so I have all these notifications that come in on my phone. And one of them was from TMZ that was like, Taylor Swift will be at the Jets game on, fr- on Sunday. And I'm like, what? Wow. So, yeah. NFL, it's happening. On Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. And everyone is expecting Taylor to be there because she has a house in New York City. Of course. Yep, she's got a place there. And you know what's crazy, Jeff, is that ticket sales. So, like, single-day ticket sales for Chiefs games the day that she was there. Like, they sold more tickets for future games in that one single day than they had, like, ever in franchise history. Really? Or something. It was, like, some ridiculous stat like that. So, of course. In the off chance she might be there. And the off chance that they will get a glimpse of her at some sort of future game. Right. Yeah. So, on the most recent podcast, which dropped yesterday, so J- uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey have a podcast that they put out. It's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, so yeah. you can kind of see a video of it. So yesterday he talked a little bit about Taylor, and you know what? He was like, it was pretty ballsy for her to show up at the game last week. He said, you know what? I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite really had nothing but great things to say about her. My friends and family, she just looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in such a great light, and on top of that, you know what? The day went perfect for us Chiefs fans. He says, you know what? We really do script it all, ladies and gents. It was just impressive. Yeah, because prior to Sunday, everybody was talking about the potential Taylor Swift curse. Yes, that's the truth, because... um. A lot of the stadiums where she played over the past like year, a lot of the f- teams lost their, their first, first game, game out, out. Yeah. including the Kansas City Chiefs. But then when she showed up, oh. that's the key is to break the curse. She's got to show up and actually watch the game. Yeah, it's been nuts. I mean, this it feels like it is just everywhere and it's not going away. Anyway, away anytime soon. But they did show video too when I was watching TMZ this morning. They showed video of the two of them at their after party they had at the restaurant. She had her arm around him. There was like video of somebody taking it from the street. She wow. had her arm around his neck. She evidently got to meet a lot of the people from the team, including Patrick Mahomes. Damn. So it looks like, I mean, this is like. She really does go for all types, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, when you look at her history, man. Mm-hmm. She's dated a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah, just when you think you've kind of figured out her type, you uh, no. But then, you know, you either have that person who goes for the same type all the time, or you got that person who, I don't know, if, if it doesn't 
work out, then they end up going for the polar opposite. Mm -hmm. Like, which person are you? Have you always kind of gone for the same type? Yes. Yeah, see, I've always gone for different types. Because, uh, I, I mean, it's easy for me to be attracted to, I mean, <laughs> this is going to come out wrong, but it's easy for me to be attracted to anyone. Yeah. I, yes, I don't have are. any one particular yeah. type. So, you know, just because I I may have dated two blondes in my past, don't make the mistake of assuming that, you know, I only blondes went. Are your thing. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Most guys are like that, though. I feel like most guys will date anyone that shows them attention. And then it's like once they get to know that person a little more, they're like, oh, yeah, they're not for me. Right. Or I don't like that about her or whatever it is. But I feel like women do fall into mostly like types. Yeah. But not her, know. man. Not mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. I still am just having so much trouble believing this. It's just so public. You know? But look how it's benefiting them both. Like all we're oh, doing yeah. is talking about them. So, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's totally plausible that it's all calculated and. I mean, if it is, I just, I, that, like, I knew that kind of thing went on back in the golden age of movies, like in the 1940s and 50s, when actors were contract players for the studios. And, you know, they had entire departments at the studios that were dedicated to the machine of publicity. And that was basically consisting of like pairing up celebrities and making oh, yeah. sure they were seen. But I kind of thought that went away, you know, that they, that it was just more like, you know, people date who they want to date, but I guess not. I mean, I guess that still kind of goes on But because I, really I have know. a hard time buying it, too. Yeah, but I don't really know what she is benefiting from it because she already is just so massive. Like, what can Travis Kelsey do for her, really? Right. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, and, and is she doing this to be a nice person to Travis Kelsey because no. he loves, what, like a mercy loves attention? Right. Or does she really like him? I should, that's what, that's why I keep coming back to like, well, why would she be doing this? <laughs> right. I mean, I the, you know, the pessimist automatically goes for, oh my God, you know, this is so staged, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it, it just feels so staged riding off together into the sunset in a convertible with a top down. Right. Well, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We got a bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about here. Now the writer's strike is over. The late night talk shows will all be coming back. And why Kevin Bacon rejected his footloose fame. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jelena Jolie, who is in transition. What do you mean by transitioning? Uh, Angelina Jolie says she's in transition as a person and is, quote, still understanding who I am at the age of 48. So this is from her Vogue magazine cover, Jeff. I was just looking it up and she's never looked more beautiful. I mean, she's still just as stunning. She's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they're, you know, promoting the launch of her fashion house. Adelier, is that how you pronounce it? Adelier. I believe so, yeah. I mean, you speak French. Yeah. Adelier Jolie. Mm-hmm. But she said, you know, I've been feeling a bit down these days. I don't feel like I've been myself for a decade in a way, which I don't want to get into. Yeah, which that's that's all <laughs> I we read want, that. I'm like, that's, what? That's all we want to hear about right now what is uh, what's going on. But isn't this kind of like... It's been a decade since she and Brad kind of have been going through all of this. I mean, it's been a long time. They just finalized. What was it, earlier this year or late last year? Yeah, and it was ugly. Yeah, I mean, they were fighting over the kids. They were fighting over that wine place. Oh, the winery, yeah, Miraval. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as part of her transition, I guess she started taking fewer film roles about seven years ago and only takes jobs that don't require long photo shoots. Yeah, you know, I mean, the breakup of a marriage or, or any relationship, I guess, can can take its toll. But I think about, like, when she said she's not, you know, she's been feeling a bit down and she hasn't been feeling like herself for a decade, which is about as long as this Divorce battle's been going on with Brad. You know, have you ever been in a relationship where there are just ugly parts of you that come out that you just, you never thought existed? Oh, yeah. Where there's something about the dynamics of this relationship that just brings out the worst in me. Mm-hmm. Or there's something about this person that just triggers the worst qualities in me. Yeah, it's like you did not know that you had you were capable of saying and doing the things that you were doing. Right. But you are. Like, but you're doing them. Right. And, uh, you know, who do we blame that on? Like, do we blame that on the other person or was it inside of us the whole time? So, I mean, that that's what I'm wondering if that's what she means when she says, I don't feel like I've been myself for a decade. I've been feeling, my, you know, feeling that. I mean, it could have nothing to do with Brad or he could just be one mm-hmm. part of all of that. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I read something like that. And I think to myself, like, God, you're so beautiful and wealthy, <laughs> you know, like you seemingly on the surface have everything. Like what could possibly oh, yeah. be getting you down? And I know that's naive and money doesn't buy you happiness. I intellectually, I understand all of that. Um, but I guess she's been putting a lot of time and effort these days into this new fashion house of hers, Adelier Jolie. And she says it's been really therapeutic for her to work in a creative space with people you trust and to rediscover yourself. And she said, I'm hoping to change many aspects of my life. And this is the forward facing one. So that's, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. good. I, I'm happy to hear that. 
Don't you wonder, though, when you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith so many years ago. Love that movie. And you saw the passion that the two of them had for each other. And yes. That, and that kind of feels like that launched their relationship, essentially. Totally. But, like, as much passion as they have like that, do they take that passion and equally use it against each other? Yes. And I believe absolutely, positively, yes. I do, too. That's and 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 I recognize that within myself Where because it can be I've really been the destructive. same way before. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I was too. Years and years. Same. Long before I ever walked down the aisle, mm-hmm. there was someone who just I, I I don't know what it was, but it was that similar type of passion for better and ultimately worse. Oh yeah. So it's it's good that we're not together. <laughs> yeah. Same. Well, and I think that it's a real reality check when you finally remove yourself from the situation as well. Right. You're just like, whoa, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, they're being accused of trying to evict a dying army veteran from his home in Montecito, California. Now, why would they do that? So I re- I feel like I remember hearing about this story and it was like all the praises for Orlando Bloom because he was allowing this dying army veteran to stay in their home while he until he passed away and then they were going to move in at that point or something like I feel like I remember oh, that being yeah. do you remember that now being that like you a, bring it up that being like a positive story well now it's taken a bit of a turn evidently this 83 year old army veteran is coming out and saying that he was actually under uh, he has like a brain disorder called Huntington's disease and he was actually under a lot of medication when he actually sold the house to Katie in Orlando. So he's saying that he was on a ton of painkillers for his back surgery. He's saying that he wasn't mentally sound enough to sign the contract when he sold the house to them. And now it looks like Katie is going to have to go to court tomorrow because they kind of want this guy to know that like, hey, when you pass, you're going like you're done. This is our house, not yours. Because of the deal they Because of the deal that they had signed. Right. Yeah. But this is crazy, too, though, Jeff, because Katy Perry is getting a lot of bad publicity. She's like, you know, you remember we were talking about how she was suing that lady in Australia with the same name, but she spells it K-A-T-I-E, Perry, and she's like a fashion designer. Yeah. Same name, different spelling. Right. And she wants to market her fashions using her own name, which I get. That's your name. Your name is Katy Perry. Katy Perry, right. And so our Katy Perry, well, not our, but pop singer Katy Perry is saying, no, I want the trademark on that name. She's also getting a huge reputation as being the mean judge on American Idol, which we've seen, too, where she kind of, like, makes fun of people or she'll say something and then have to apologize for it after the fact. Oh, I I haven't seen that. Yeah. Hmm. But is she like taking on more of a Simon Cowell role? I, you know, on that show, I think that some of it might be like lost in translation humor, where sometimes when you say things about people, it's not funny, or right. or everybody thinks it's funny, but we're not allowed to say that it's funny. So I think sometimes Katie gets in a little trouble with some of the things that she says. We could talk about the dynamics in the room. You know, when people talk about, say, for instance, the chemistry on on our show, you know, we're all different. Like, we're all different personalities. And I don't know, maybe the reason it's lasted this long is because we sort of balance each other out in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was just all or too much of one of us or you know, two curmudgeons, like if it was just me and Tim or just you and Jen or, you know, like that might be tough for 
a lot of people to take. And so like between the four of us, there's some balance there. So I'm wondering if like when Simon left that, that American Idol franchise, if the producers felt there was a need for someone to be like, okay, you know, not everybody has to fawn over these contestants, yeah, especially when they suck. Like, well, yeah. not grumpy, but like somebody's got to be honest with these people. Yes. And so who wants to take that on? Katy Perry. Right. Well, it's not going to be Luke Bryan or Lionel Richie. It doesn't feel like either of them are kind of like, I don't know. But do you remember when Katy Perry got in trouble was because there was a woman that was on there. And I can't remember how many kids she had, but she made some sort of comment along the lines of like, well, you've been busy because there was a younger woman that had a lot of children. And she came on oh. and was like, well, you've been busy or something along those lines. So she took a lot of heat for oh, that. Oh, did she? But I mean, I think that's like I'm saying, that's one of those things where even the contestant kind of laughed it off. But then after the fact, when it aired, it was a thing. Right. I don't know. Would you have taken offense to that? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be like, busy. Yeah, you're right. I got five kids. I'm of course. five or yeah. whatever, you know. I am busy. I'm busy with my children all the time. Right. All right. Well, in other e-news this morning, now that the writer's strike is over, late night television is coming back. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, all coming back Monday night. John Oliver's Last Week Tonight returns to HBO on Sunday. Real Time with Bill Maher is returning Friday night on HBO. The Daily Show will also be returning, uh, but not until October 16th. Uh, that show will have guest hosts through the rest of the year and a permanent one next year. So we have that to look forward to. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun to see those guys come out of, like, and I'm sure they've just been sitting on a ton of you really good You would think, like, were they at any material. point, like, were they jotting down notes? Were they coming up with stuff? Or were they just, like, so busy walking the picket lines that they, oh, yeah. now it's hard to kind of get back into it because it's like a muscle that you flex. I wonder if you're a little, you know, comedically out of shape and mm -hmm. it's going to take some time for them to. Bring it back at full speed. Well, do you, I mean, they would be having a field day right now with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. No doubt. I mean, they would be just all about it. I'm sure we're going to hear some of that, though. For real. All right, so BuzzFeed put together a list of celebrities whose crushes might surprise you a little bit. And there's like a huge list. But when you were speaking about late night television, I thought I would talk about this one. David Letterman. It looks like Blake Lively has always had a secret crush on him. Well, I've seen her on David Letterman. You know, despite the fact David Letterman has been off the air, his talk show's been off the air for a while. Uh, but whenever she would make an appearance, I mean, there was always some great chemistry there. She always seemed like she was genuinely having a good time. So I believe that. Yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep has always had the hots for Will Ferrell. Now, that's really funny because Meryl <laughs> Streep is this incredibly talented, legendary Academy Award winning actress. Mm -hmm. So to go for someone as goofy and silly as Will Ferrell is kind of funny to me. Yeah, it also makes me feel like you can never trust anything he says. Right. And as well as you can't ever take him seriously. Like, how could you ever be in a relationship with that guy? Because you're like, are you being serious right now? Or I can't tell. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Dolly Parton and Nicole Kidman got the hots for Jimmy Fallon, which is one I don't always understand. No, but I've seen I have seen Nicole Kidman flirt with Jimmy Fallon on that set. Oh, big time! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember some videos of that too. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande and Doja Cat got the hots for Jim Carrey. 
Well, he's very funny. Of course. 50 Cent, Ryan Reynolds, and James Marsden all got the hots for Helen Mirren, which I am here for. I think she is just hot. Same. She's, what, 80-something, 70-something? Oh, she, I don't know if she's that old. But... I thought she was, but she's got... Oh, is she? I mean, she's hot. Yeah she, yeah, she is, and she's regal, and she's incredibly talented, and she's just... I mean, she's got it going on. She just knows how to handle herself in any situation. Oh, totally. Uh, Scarlett Johansson she's has... Got, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. She's got gravitas. You know what I mean? Like, she just... Mm-hmm. You could feel that that heavy in the room when she walks in because she's got the experience and the talent to back it up and the grace and everything that comes along with it. And that's really attractive no matter how old you are. Yeah, and she can also be funny, too, which I enjoy. Yeah, she yeah. she does it all. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's got the hots for Gordon Ramsay, which is okay. another person. I always feel like he's just mad all the time, so right. I don't know if I could date him. Uh-huh. And then James Corden has the hot for Hillary Clinton. Really? I know. Isn't that weird? I just saw a video, uh, I think it was over the weekend, that James Corden and Harry Styles were on one of those double bikes, riding bicycle on a double bike in yeah. London. <laughs> That's funny. Let me grab a loss. He's got her all choked up, James Corden. Uh, I saw one on this list that it, it surprised me, but it doesn't surprise me. So Jennifer Lawrence, her celebrity crush, she confessed to having a, a crush on Larry David, oh, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is he's not young either. I mean, he's no. got to be, you know, pushing eighty himself. He looks like he's somewhere in his seventies, and he's always grumpy too. And he's always grumpy. <laughs> but here's the thing about he's seventy six. He's seventy six. Okay, but here's the thing about Jennifer Lawrence is if you if you look at all of the other actors and celebrities she's fangirled over. Oh yeah, she's got a type, man. You want to talk about a type? Besides Larry David, she lost her mind at the, the time. Remember when she met Jack Nicholson? Oh, yeah. At like an after party for like the Oscars or something. Yeah. And she freaked. She freaked over Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. Robert Tenet. Like these older guys. Now, granted, they're legendary actors. So maybe she's fangirling over them the way that uh, Ryan Reynolds and 50 Cent and I would fangirl over Helen Mirren. Yeah. Which, by the way, I looked her up. She's 78. Oh, Helen Mirren is 78? 78, man. Yeah. She is rocking it. She looks fantastic. Well, and, you know, Jane Fonda is over 80 now, and she looks amazing. She's hot, too. Right. I mean, I feel like any of the people on this list I would fangirl over either way. Holy crap. I just realized it's almost 7 o'clock. I know. I got to tell you one more thing. Golden Bachelor tonight premiere. Sweet. 8 o'clock ABC. Okay. Isn't that crazy? The most eligible bachelor in the country right now is 72 years old. (laughs) <laughs> All right, that's your latest it's news. trend, man. Yeah. We're going older. Uh, we got more for you coming up after. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.